Hello and welcome to the Christadelphian Bible readings for the 21st of September. Our first reading will be 1 Chronicles in chapter 4. 1 Chronicles in chapter 4. The sons of Judah, Perez, Hezron, Carmi, Hur, and Shobal. Reiah, the son of Shobal, fathered Jehath, and Jehath fathered Ahumei and Lehad. These were the clans of the Zorathites. These were the sons of Etam, Jezreel, Ishma, and Idbash, and the name of their sister was Hazeloponi, and Penuel fathered Gedor, and Ezer fathered Husha. These were the sons of Hur, the firstborn of Ephrathah, the father of Bethlehem. Asher, the father of Tekoa, had two wives, Hela and Nera. Nera bore Ahuzam, Hefer, Temne, and Hahashtari. These were the sons of Nera, the sons of Hela, Zereth, Ezar, and Ethnan. Koz fathered Anab, Zobiba, and the clans of Aharon, the son of Haram. Jabez was more honourable than his brothers, and his mother called him Jabez, saying, Because I bore him in pain. Jabez called upon the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my border, and that your hand might be with me, and that you should keep me from harm, so that it might not bring me pain. And God granted what he asked. Chelab, the brother of Shuha, fathered Meher, who fathered Eshton. Eshton fathered Beth Rapha, Paziah, and Tehenna the father of Ernatash. These are the men of Rika, the sons of Kenaz, Othniel and Seriah, and the sons of Othniel, Hathath and Menothai. Menothai fathered Ophrah, and Seriah fathered Joab, the father of Geharashim, so called because they were craftsmen. The sons of Caleb, the son of Jephna, Iru, Elah, and Naim, and the son of Elah, Kenaz, the sons of Jelalel, Zeph, Zepha, Teriah, and Aserel, the sons of Ira, Ezra, Jether, Mered, Ephor, and Jalon. These are the sons of Bithia, the daughter of Pharaoh, whom Mered married. And she conceived and bore Miriam, Shammai, and Ishba, the father of Eshtemoa. And his Judahite wife bore Jared, the father of Gedor, Heber, and the father of Soko, and Jekuthio, the father of Zanoah. The sons of the wife of Hodiah, the sister of Nahum, were the fathers of Keilah, the Garmite and Eshtemoa, the Makathite. The sons of Shimon, Amnon, Rena, Ben-Hanan, and Telon, the sons of Ishi, Zoheth, and Ben-Zoheth. The sons of Shelah, the son of Judah, Er, the father of Leka, Leda, the father of Masha, and the clans of the house of linen workers at Beth Ashbia and Joachim, and the men of Kozibah, 
and Joash and Saraph, who ruled in Moab and returned to Lehim. Now the records are ancient. These were the potters who were inhabitants of Netaim and Gedra. They lived there in the king's service. The sons of Simeon, Nemo, Jamin, Jerib, Zerah, and Shaul. Shalom was his son, Mibsam his son, Mishma his son. The sons of Mishma, Hamuel his son, Zachar his son, Shimei his son. Shimei had 16 sons and six daughters, but his brothers did not have many children, nor did all their clan multiply like the men of Judah. They lived in Beersheba, Molada, Hazar Shual, Bela, Ezem, Tolad, Bethuel, Horma, Ziklag, Beth Marakaboth, Hazar Susim, Beth Beri, and Sherem. These were their cities until David reigned, and their villages were Etam, Ain, Rimmon, Tochen, and Ashen, five cities along with all their villages that were around these cities as far as Baal. These were their settlements and they kept a genealogical record. Meshobab, Jamlek, Josha, the son of Amaziah, Joel, Jehu, the son of Joshebiah, son of Seriah, son of Asiel, Elionai, Jacoba, Jeshohiah, Asahiah, Adiel, Jesimiel, Beniah, Ziza, the son of Shepi, son of Elon, son of Jediah, son of Shimri, son of Shemiah. These mentioned by name were princes in their clans, and their fathers' houses increased greatly. They journeyed to the entrance of Gedor, to the east side of the valley, to seek pasture for their flocks, where they found rich, good pasture, and the land was very broad, quiet and peaceful, for the former inhabitants there belonged to Ham. These, registered by name, came in the days of Hezekiah, king of Judah, and destroyed their tents, and the Meunites were found there, and marked them for destruction to this day and settled there in their place, because there was pasture there for their flocks. And some of them, 500 men of the Simeonites, went to Mount Seir, having as their leaders Pelatiah, Neriah, Rephaiah, and Uziel, the sons of Ishi. And they defeated the remnant of the Amalekites who had escaped, and they have lived there to this day. Ezekiel in chapter 17. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, propound a riddle and speak a parable to the house of Israel. Say, thus says the Lord God, a great eagle with great wings and long pinions, rich in plumage of many colours, came to Lebanon and took the top of the cedar. He broke off the topmost of its young twigs and carried it to a land of trade and set it in a city of merchants. Then he took off the seed of the land and planted it in fertile soil. He placed it beside abundant waters. He set it like a willow twig, and it sprouted and became a low-spreading vine, and its branches turned toward him, and its roots remained where it stood. So it became a vine and produced branches and put out boughs. And there was another great eagle with great wings and much plumage, 
and behold, this vine bent its roots toward him and shot forth its branches toward him from the bed where it was planted, that he might water it. It had been planted on good soil by abundant waters, that it might produce branches and bear fruit and become a noble vine. Say, thus says the Lord God, will it thrive? Will he not pull up its roots and cut off its fruit so that it withers, so that all its fresh sprouting leaves wither? It will not take a strong arm or many people to pull it from its roots. Behold, it is planted. Will it thrive? Will it not utterly wither when the east wind strikes it? Wither away on the bed where it sprouted? Then the word of the Lord came to me. Say now to the rebellious house, Do you not know what these things mean? Tell them, Behold, the king of Babylon came to Jerusalem and took her king and her princes and brought them to him to Babylon. And he took one of the royal offspring and made a covenant with him, putting him under oath, the chief men of the land he had taken away, that the kingdom might be humble and not lift itself up and keep his covenant that it might stand. But he rebelled against him by sending his ambassadors to Egypt that they might give him horses and a large army. Will he thrive? Can one escape who does such things? Can he break the covenant and yet escape? As I live, declares the Lord God, surely in the place where the king dwells, who made him king, whose oath he despised and whose covenant with him he broke, in Babylon he shall die. Pharaoh with his mighty army and great company will not help him in war, when mounds are cast up and siege walls are built to cut off many lives. He despised the oath in breaking the covenant, and behold, he gave his hand and did all these things. He shall not escape. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, As I live, surely it is my oath that he despised, and my covenant that he broke. I will return it upon his head. I will spread my net over him, and he shall be taken in my snare, and I will bring him to Babylon and enter into judgment with him there for the treachery he has committed against me. And all the pick of his troops shall fall by the sword, and the survivors shall be scattered to every wind, and you shall know that I am the Lord, I have spoken. Thus says the Lord God, I myself will take a sprig from the lofty top of the cedar and will set it out. I will break off from the topmost of its young twigs a tender one, and I myself will plant it on a high lofty mountain. On the mountain height of Israel I will plant it, that it may bear branches and produce fruit and become a noble cedar. And under it will dwell every kind of bird, in the shade of its branches of every sort it will nest. And all the trees of the field shall know that I am the Lord. I bring low the high tree and make high the low tree, dry up the green tree, and make the dry tree flourish. I am the Lord, I have spoken, and I will do it. Luke chapters 13 and 14. There were some present at that very time who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And he answered them, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered in this way? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those 18 on whom the tower of Siloam fell and killed them, 
do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others who lived in Jerusalem? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. And he told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. And he said to the vine dresser, Look, for three years now I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and I find none. Cut it down. Why should it use up the ground? And he answered him, Sir, let it alone this year also until I dig around it and put on manure. Then if it should not bear fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman who had had a disabling spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not fully straighten herself. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your disability. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight, and she glorified God. But the ruler of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, said to the people, There are six days in which work ought to be done. Come on those days and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. Then the Lord answered him, You hypocrites! Does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the manger and lead it away to water it? And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan bound for 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? And he said these things. All his adversaries were put to shame. And all the people rejoiced at all the glorious things that were done by him. He said, therefore, what is the kingdom of God like? And to what shall I compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his garden, and it grew and became a tree, and the birds of the air made nests in its branches. And again he said, To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like leaven that a woman took and hid three measures of flour, until it was all leavened. He went on his way through towns and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. And someone said to him, Lord, will those who are saved be few? And he said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow door, for many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. When once the master of the house has risen and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and knock at the door, saying, Lord, open to us, then he will answer you. I do not know where you come from. Then you will begin to say, we ate and drank in your presence and taught in our streets. But he will say, I tell you, I do not know where you come from. Depart from me, all you workers of evil. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves cast out. And people will come from east and west and from north and south and recline at the table in the kingdom of God. And behold, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. That very hour, some Pharisees came and said to him, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. And he said to them, Go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform curses today and tomorrow, and the third day I finish my course. Nevertheless, I must go on my way today and tomorrow and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet should perish away from Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. 
Behold, your house is forsaken, and I tell you, you will not see me until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. One Sabbath, when he went to dine at the house of a ruler of the Pharisees, they were watching him carefully, and behold, there was a man before him who had dropsy. And Jesus responded to the lawyers and Pharisees, saying, Is it not lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they remained silent. Then he took him and healed him and sent him away. And he said to them, Which of you, having a son or an ox, has fallen into a well on a Sabbath day? will not immediately pull him out. And they could not reply to these things. Now he told a parable to those who were invited when he noticed how they chose the places of honour, saying to them, When you are invited by someone to a wedding feast, do not sit down in a place of honour, lest someone more distinguished than you be invited by him. And he who invited you both will come and say to you, Give your place to this person, and then you will begin with shame to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit in the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he may say to you, Friend, move up higher. Then you will be honoured in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. He also said to the man who had invited him, when you give a dinner or a banquet, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or rich neighbours, lest they also invite you in return and you be repaid. But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the just. When one of those who reclined at the table with him heard these things, he said to him, Blessed is everyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. But he said to him, A man once gave a great banquet and invited many, and at the time for the banquet he sent his servant to say to those who had been invited, Come, for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a field and I must go out and see it. Please have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to examine them. Please have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house became angry and said to his servant, Go out quickly to the streets and lanes of the city, and bring the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. And the servant said, Sir, what you commanded has been done and still there is room. And the master said to the servant, go out to the highways and to the hedges and compel people to come in, that my house may be filled. For I tell you, none of those men who were invited shall taste my banquet. Now great crowds accompanied him, and he turned and said to them, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, desiring to build a tower, does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, going out to encounter another king in war, will not sit down first and deliberate whether he is able 
with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000? And if not, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. So therefore, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Salt is good, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is of no use either for the soil or for the manure pile. It is thrown away. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. You can email us at bt f at cdvideo.org If you enjoyed the episode, then please share it with others. Until next time, may God bless you in your studies and your walk towards God's kingdom. Amen.